All right, guys. Um, so, um, welcome to another episode of the Blank Canvas Podcast. It's been almost a month since my last episode. Um, and I know, obviously, that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, pretty crazy, right? I just dropped off the face of the earth for a month. I haven't been doing Twitter or even Instagram or anything like that. But, um, you know, in my defense, it's uh, been for good reason. And that reason is because of school. Um, school and work, but um, mostly school. School, um, as you guys know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm a senior in college right now. Um, and, oh man, <laughs> I haven't had, <laughs> I probably haven't had, um, I want to say, I probably haven't had a, a day, let's say a good eight hour chunk day to myself in the past probably three weeks. So, um, that means I have not had a single day <laughs> to, you know, for myself, um, which has been, man, um, I know a month ago I was talking to you guys about how school starting is starting to get a little bit busy. And even before that, during the summer, I was talking about how I had a little bit too much time on my hands. Went out to the complete opposite. Now I've got not enough time in my hands. Um, between work and school, like, there is no, there is no in-between work and school. It's just work and school. And so, it... It's, um, I've just recently, recently just made some changes so that I can help it. Um, I'm going to start working a lot less now. I'm going to cut my hours in half, so that should leave me a lot more time for myself from here on out. And I do have a pretty good amount saved up and, and financially I'll be okay, you know, taking that hit. Um, but, um, yeah, it is, uh, midterms week, so uh, ending, you know, so this is the end of midterms week, uh, cause it's a Saturday. So this was, uh, I've really said that terribly. This was midterms week, <laughs> um, which was probably the busiest week I've had yet. Um, and I worked so much too. I just worked every single day. Um, and it's crazy. Every single day I go to work and then as soon as I'm off, I go straight to the library and do schoolwork. And it's like, it it's really, really hard, guys. It is. I, I hear about people that take six, seven classes, um, 20 plus credit hours, um, and work two jobs, plus 40 plus hours a week. I have absolutely no fucking idea how they do that. I, I don't. Uh, like, you must be on Adderall, like, all fucking day, every day. Like, I, I can't do that. Like, even, like, this week, I, I completely burned out. I'm just completely burned out. Like, I'm fucking... I know this is a lot to lay on you guys, but... <laughs> I hope you can understand where I'm coming from and why I've been gone for so long. It's just... Like, um... I... It's... Ugh... I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I just... I'm, I'm so fucking happy right now to be back with you guys because I have not had an hour um to record a session I've had a lot I've had a lot of instances that you know float by and I'm like oh I just I want to talk about that I want to talk about this I want to talk about that but 
guys, like, you know, uh, it's, it's, we're in the dog days right now. But, um, and to be fair, I did get a little bit lazy myself. I got a little bit lazy. I'm not gonna lie. I could have uploaded maybe a couple times in between, you know, this month's period, but like, like I said, you know, I'm trying my best and, and, and I'm definitely going to try now to upload once a week, at least once a week from here on out. But like I said, there's so many difficulties with that just because of course school and work, like I said, but also finding an hour of peace and quiet uninterrupted from the outside world is almost impossible. Like I see why people record these things in the studio now because like it's someone will call my phone. Um, someone will fucking knock on my window. (laughs) I'll realize that I have an exam due. I'll fucking, they'll call me into work. You know, my roommate will be home. I can't record when she's home because I, you know, I'm fucking doing my podcast. I need my privacy. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard. It's actually hard finding that, you know, finding somewhere to, to, you know, but you know, if, if I can hop in my car, you know, after work and, and just drive to somewhere quiet, like I did just now, I should be totally fine. So, so, um, I know it sounds a lot better when I'm in my room, but, um, but like I said, my roommate's there and, and, and I, I'm not really able to do that. So, um, I'm going to be doing them from, from inside my car and I hope it sounds fine. I'm, I'm pretty sure right now it sounds really solid. So, um, but yeah, if if uh, if you guys are new, if you guys have been here before, you know this is the Blank Canvas Podcast, um, and I am your host. I'll f- fuck it. My name is Jose. <laughs> I know I haven't told you guys my name yet, but um, you know his first name is no big deal. So um, my name is Jose, guys. Um, allow me to reintroduce myself. <laughs> Anyways, my name is Jose. I'm a 21 year old college student I'm a senior in college um I'm studying education and I want to be an eighth grade U.S. history teacher fuck I don't know where this is going I really don't this took a terrible turn anyways about the podcast um the podcast this is the blank canvas podcast where we talk about art talk about music talk about movies fashion society um, fucking, it's, we're about to have a new president, or we're about to, or we're about to re-elect the, the same president again, I don't, we don't know yet, but it's coming up, so there's a lot of shit going on right now, and, and, and I kind of want to, you know, share with you guys my thoughts and stuff, um, but, uh, definitely, definitely a lot more about movies and fashion, just so you guys know, um, so yeah, um, like I said, I, I, I think I pretty much got through everything that I've been doing right now, just work and school and grinding it out. Um, but I guess I should just start off by telling you guys, uh, currently, um, I have been, currently I, 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 uh, I'm in my parents, uh, I'm in my original hometown where my parents live. So I'm, I'm visiting for a couple days, um, and I haven't been here in a while, probably like a month and a half or so. So it's really nice to be here right now, actually, because, well, shit, you know, it's 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 a really interesting experience visiting home, uh, even though I only live an hour and a half away. Like, I know it's not the, not a big deal, but like, guys, like there's so many memories I've had here and I just 
I saw, like, you know, you just drive around and you see the new shit that they're coming out with or, you know, they're tearing down an old building that you and your friends used to hang out at or, you know, you you see the new high school kids. Like, you guys want to know the craziest shit ever? Like, so, because I, I, I went to school here for college as well, um, I remember when I graduated high school and... Maybe like a couple years out of high school, I, I would I would maybe go to catch a high school basketball game or a football game, and I'll still see some of the old classmates. I'll be like, oh, I I know who that is. You know, like I went to school with him. I, I know him. I know his name. I know, you know. But this year was the first time that I literally don't know these kids anymore. Like, that's a crazy reality. I've been out of school for four years now, so... I've been out of high school for four years now, so it's it's a completely new class. It's a completely new class. Not even the freshmen are there when I was a senior. Like so, there's a bunch of I don't recognize them at all. Like I, not that I've been like snooping around at the high school or anything, but like, um, it's crazy to think that like there's no one there that you know anymore, except for the teachers, you know, the principals and stuff and faculty. Like of course, but. And even some of them are retiring already, too. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, you know, that's just how I am with nostalgia. Like, it's it's such a powerful thing for me. You know, it's... it's it, I don't know why. This sort of thing doesn't affect other people so much. Maybe it's because I'm just so incredibly lonely. But, which is another topic we're going to get to, <laughs> believe me. But, um, but like, just... It, it's so crazy. You just... Like, uh, it's really indescribable, other than, like, it's a harsh reality. It really is. Like, I feel like I'm just getting so old. It's like, oh, I'm getting old. <laughs> Jesus. But um, to soothe that, really, is the fact that, you know, there's uh, there's so much more that's going to go down in my life. There's so much more other shit, you know. I'm going to meet new people. That's just how it is. But even you know a long time ago you know even when i was younger i always thought that it was a much more harder thing for me to do was saying goodbye to people like for me that's always been like a hard hard thing for me to do because i fucking i just like love people i love being around people and and seeing them every day and i get to do that very little nowadays because i don't know very many people and and right now i'm in a position where i just don't have that many friends but like i'm pretty sure that's a big reason why but like i said even when i was younger and and even when i was younger and i had a ton of friends and stuff i had a friend who 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 like uh in middle school really like at the height of my popularity <laughs> i had tons of friends uh in middle school and it was a fun time for me but a friend up and moved to Florida. Um, and that shit just, like, it, it, it hurt me so bad. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I gotta say goodbye to you forever. <laughs> like, you're going to Florida? Like, goodbye forever. Literally. Like, that is the fucking other side of the of the country. Like, so, you know, we all knew it. As soon as he was leaving, I was like, yeah, man. I mean, we'll keep in touch. Was, you know, you got Facebook and stuff, but that's the end of that friendship, you know, but, and, you know, he really was, like, you know, like, to be fair, he really was, like, one of my, like, closer friends, so, but, um, yeah, um, 
out of high, out of high school, I did stay here for, for two more years and go to the community college here. And a couple, I got to say, a handful of other friends did the same. And that was really nice. That was really nice to, to, to be able to... And I know this is stupid because, like, you're supposed to, you're supposed to leave. You're supposed to leave. But for me, it was, it was a much larger impact on me. And, and to be able to, to still have those, you know, handful of friends here after, you know, the majority of everyone left, you know, we, we grew, we, we grew really close together in those, in those last couple, in those last couple years. And now they're all gone. They're all gone now. Um, uh, one went to college, one went to the Air Force. One, I just don't see anymore. Uh, he's kind of just doing his own thing now. Um, uh, one went to the Marines. Um, and, and, and I gotta say, like, yeah, that, that's really, <laughs> every, every Christmas or so, we'll, we'll meet up again and we'll see each other and stuff. But, um, it's hard. It's hard because, um, yeah, it just, it's, it's sad for me, especially because right now, like, I just, I, I know I've talked about it before and I really don't want to turn this into a fucking pity podcast or anything, but like, I really do have, I've been having a lot of trouble making friends. And I recently actually made one and, uh, like enough to call a friend. I play Xbox with him and we, we even went out to the shooting range and, and, um, and, uh, we've, we've been hanging out in real life and stuff and we see each other at work all the time and, and it's cool. Yeah. We see him. Yeah. We hang out and stuff. So that's nice and stuff. But, but, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, some, a lot more than just that, you know? Cause it, it's just one friend. I you know I see him probably once a month or so, and we actually do hang out. But you know what I'm trying to get to is that just like it's it's um, uh, totally not like enough. Like, <laughs> but um, but uh, but yeah, um, I don't I don't really know where to transition to here. But you know if if there's any you know the moral to this is just like you know just be thankful you have friends and stuff. And I. It's so weird to me that there's a lot of there's people who could just be shut-ins and and never talk to anyone ever and just be completely like you know recluse and and just in in their home and they they just like to be online all day and stuff and like that. I I just I don't understand. I wish I wish that could be me <laughs> because I would be excellent at it. But I can't. I just have this thing in me where I want to share myself and I want other people to share themselves with me. And it's so rare for me nowadays and it and it sucks cuz I wish more people would, you know. But um but like I said, um I'm you know, you guys know I I've I'm trying, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to meet new people and recently I just joined Tinder and and Bumble. So um I've met a few people already, not in real life or anything, but I've been texting and stuff and there's sort of a connection there but I still haven't you know there's still like there yeah there's I still haven't made like a connection like in real life which is like the thing for me that's that's I just want I just want to meet like a group of friends at Buffalo Wild Wings and hang out and watch the game together that's 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 all I can ask for, and yet I cannot achieve it. I can't do it yet. Um, um, so, like I said, yeah, I don't want this to be a pity podcast or anything. So, 
Um, but yeah, just so you guys know, like I, I am having trouble with that. And um, yeah, I'll definitely keep you guys updated on how all that goes and stuff. But, you know, right now especially is a really hard time because of the coronavirus and stuff. And so there's less and less people out. So that that also that that is probably like a really big reason why you know a lot less people are in town here at the at the at the university town that I'm going to because you know everyone's just stayed at home with their parents because of this shit so um but anyways um besides that um I guess yeah and other than working and and stuff um I definitely do at least get enough time to watch maybe like a movie or something before I go to bed or, you know, in between and stuff like that. I'll, I'll, I'll watch a movie or a couple episodes of a show at the most and stuff like that. But, um, recently I just watched, um, it's not Paul Thomas Anderson. It's, uh, his last name is Anderson though. (laughs) Wes Anderson's uh, Rushmore, um, starring um, Bill Murray, Olivia, uh, Olivia Williams, and something Evans, David Evans, something like that. I don't know, (laughs) but um, uh, first of all, what you know, one of my favorites from Wes Anderson definitely definitely one of my favorites um and i think it's one of his earlier ones too which is really 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 impressive um and um uh, it's just it's really great you know i really enjoyed it yeah (laughs) i don't really know what else to say i just really fucking enjoyed it it was really really funny kind of offbeat humor um but the the drama and sort of the moral of the story is the situation that that kid's in right now, like when, <clears throat> not right now, but in the movie, um, is really, really entertaining to see how all that goes down. And, and the movie is really, really honest to, you know, real life situations and stuff like that. So I really liked it. Um, Bill Murray's great in it. <laughs> Bill Murray's character in it is just so funny. Um, <clears throat> just a super rich guy who, just doesn't give a fuck anymore (laughs) um and olivia olivia williams is oh god she's fucking stunning in that movie god damn she's really really beautiful in that movie like in a really subtle way though you know um definitely not definitely she really has like one of those faces that like um would not be considered beautiful today today beautiful is big ass fucking sunken cheeks uh sunken cheeks sorry big ass lips um perfect little nose and like super tan skin and it's like yeah i mean i guess yeah it's beautiful but it's it's not the only kind of beautiful like olivia olivia Will- williams in that movie is just really really you can tell she got like no makeup or anything just hair back and sh- her face is just still really really like cute so um anyways um and the, 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 the kid, um, I forgot what his name is, but the, you know, the kid who's on all, the center of the movies on all the clubs and stuff. I just have one <clears throat> little like detail that like, I just kind of noticed and it was just kind of pissing me off, which is that his hair is just fucked up the entire movie. And 
<clears throat> I know this is really dumb, and it, of course it doesn't do anything to to make the movie less enjoyable, but it's just, it's funny to see that his hair's just fucked up in every scene. <laughs> it's just, like, not put back. It doesn't have, like, enough product to, like, to be, a like, a parted shape. Like, it's just, like, bangs straight on his face, and it's just, like... It's funny, too, because right now my hair is getting super long, and I'm constantly having trouble with it every day, getting ready for work and stuff. And 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 I finally got it down to a precise method that takes me... It's just really fast. Hop out of the shower, dry it, comb it, and just I apply just the slightest bit of pomade to <clears throat> the very, very, like, roots of the pieces of hair that I want to part and that doesn't weigh down the very ends of the hair but it still allows you to shape it so I can shape it into a part while I'll still have like this really nice like wavy hair in the back so I finally got that locked in and so I'm really happy because my hair has been looking really great um but uh yeah seeing um seeing his uh hair all fucked up like that throughout the way it was just like <laughs> god damn it, I just want to like reach in there and just part it for him. <laughs> but, um, it's really a fucking fantastic movie. Um, and you can just tell right away, it's, you know, that's Wes Anderson's style, is the, the centering, the, the, the picture, and, and really just keeping the camera steady at all times, and framing everything in a really, like, uh, interesting way that he always does and stuff. But, um, yeah, I recently watched that, and I recently got back into Fargo. Um, the show, not the movie. Um, and I had already seen the first season, um, a while back, maybe like a year ago. And I kind of liked it. I-, I thought it was okay. Uh, really, really, literally, like, the same thing as, as Fargo the movie. So, I mean, once you've seen the movie, you've seen the show. So, the first season, at least. And the second season, uh, it's anthology. So the second season's uh, different. Um, And I had not expected that. But um, I just now watched the second season. And I I think it was okay. It, It was okay. Definitely the premises and the concepts that it, like, grasps at is really, really impressive for, you know, today's standards of, you know, bullshit that comes out, but you can tell that it really is a Coen Brothers, um, influenced style of, of work, um, and, um, by just, simply by the way the story just floats around so much, really just back and forth, just, and, 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 and also that it really, really tries really hard to reach into very deep concepts of, of you know the the morality of of you know what these what these characters are trying you know what what the movie's trying to tell you basically, and so like at the ending of the show, um, it, it ends with like a really at the ending of season two, it, it's really sort of cathartic to to what the meaning of the movie was uh, or the meaning of the show was the entire time. So it's something that really <clears throat> yeah uses the theme really well to prop up the main idea, I guess, is what I'm trying to get to, um, I gotta say, though, um, this, oh, I also gotta talk about the style in there, Billy Bob Thornton, the first season, was fucking awesome, (laughs) hell yeah, dude, he fucking had the cowboy boots on with that big-ass coat, 
big ass overcoat. That oh god, this character was so fucking cool, man. Um, but um, but anyways, in uh, in season two, um, there is a lot of awesome fucking seventies fashion. It's based in the seventies, um, and you've got a lot of cowboy boots, really nice, well tailored pants, um, really cool leather jackets, and just tons and tons of style. And I gotta say, um, the Gerhart uh, daughter. Um, like the younger daughter, um, is she, her outfits are always really, really cool. She's got like, she's got like the little like ruffles and like the vest and the, 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 um, the, um, what do you call it? Like the frayed, flared pants, um, which was really, really cool to see. But also, um, um, what is, uh, Kirsten Dunst's character? Um, always really, really fly in that show too. She, she looks really nice. Every, every, um, all of her outfits were really cool. Um, and then she was also wearing those big ass glasses, those big ass sunglasses. That was, that was really cool. Um, but anyways, down to the, the show itself was, yeah, it was okay. It was pretty good. I really, really fell in love with, um, Patrick Wilson's character. I mean, God damn, he's just really fucking cool. He's a guy, he's got really good moral compass, really smart. Um, fucking, god damn, that guy is super good looking, like, can't fucking, you know, you can't, um, you can't, uh, what is, damn, you can't leave that out, but, um, but, um, and I mean, and he's just going through something really tough because his, his wife is, you know, she's got cancer and shit, so, god damn, that guy really, like, if anything I learned from that show, it was that that's the guy I want to be. <laughs> just like a really noble and like honorable guy. He just fucking takes care of the family, gets it done. But um, besides that, my favorite part of the show was the plot twist at the end and learning that the black guy, <laughs> this black guy is, I, I wasn't, I, by this time I was kind of spaced out honestly, but it turns out that the black guy is like some sort of CIA like operative or something or, or agent or something. <laughs> and he goes from being a straight up fucking like badass being out in the field to like from like fucking shooting people, fucking cutting throats and fucking dealing with severed heads and shit and saying all this crazy ass super fucking funny like witty like lines and stuff at people and just being a big scary fucking force to working in like the little shittiest office ever <laughs> from what and what turns out to be like a promotion is just him being in like an office like that 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 really re- that is the epitome of Coen Brothers it's just absolute irony it's just humor you know mixed with action leading to nothing just nothing that was the big thing was nothing like <laughs> and so <clears throat> But, um, but yeah, um, yeah, I watched, uh, now I'm finally on season, uh, three and I had been seeing that Chris Rock <clears throat> was, it turned out he's going to be on season four. I didn't know there was a season three and, and apparently it's got Carrie Coon. Um, it's got, um, ah, damn. What is the name of that girl? Brie, Brie Larson. No, it's not Brie Larson. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um, Carrie Coon, uh, who else does it have? 
you and McGregor. Yeah, damn, I I got all of them. Yes, they're they're big names. They're really good actors. Um, I thought season three was the one that Chris Rock was going to be in. I had no idea this was even a season that had came out of Fargo yet because I heard a lot about one, heard a lot about two, and I never heard anything about three. But I'm now hearing about four. So I was like, I thought four season four with Chris Rock was actually going to be three. So we're going to have to wait on that, but I'm definitely going to catch up and, and see those episodes as they come out weekly. But um, right now I am on season three, probably episode four right now with uh, the Ewan McGregor brothers, which... God damn, like, it just, uh, that must be hard to do, but so far, from what I can tell, his acting is really, really good. Um, and <laughs> it's just funny to see him, uh, he's, like, kind of chubby in there, too. Um, Mary Elizabeth w- uh, Winstead is a fucking smoke show. God damn, she's fucking hot. Um, and she's, yeah, she's kind of a crazy character in that show so far. Um, and then you've also got Carrie Coon, who goes to L.A., right now currently she's like trying to figure out what's going on um but uh so far the this third season the, yeah this third season so far is a bit underwhelming um so we're gonna see what comes out next but um so far my favorite part is when um the rich ewan mcgregor brother who owns Susi industries um has that meeting with that uh British actor. I believe his name is like Alan Arkin or something like that. <laughs> it's just they just have the fucking funniest conversation ever and and he's he's just talking to him about how they took a million dollar loan and they're like, Alright, we're prepared to you know pay it back and give you the interest and he's like, No, you have no idea what you just agreed to. <laughs> like we now own like fucking half of your business. <laughs> and and it's so funny. He's like <laughs> It's like, this is terrible, but he's going to be like, he was like, um, oh, we're here, we're, we just want to give you your money back. And he's like, uh, you can have it. He does like a little, uh, after he says that, he just like, he just, it's so like funny. He's just a, such a fucking insane like guy. Just, yeah, so that is definitely not going to end well, but, um, I'm going to keep watching and see how that goes, but. Um, so let's see, um, okay, I got a couple more here for you guys, I've also watched, um, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, um, by, uh, damn, what is his name, it's the same guy who did, um, Being John Malkovich, uh, Synecdote, New York, um, I forgot his name, but anyways, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, um, First of all, I gotta say, um, that Irish actress who stars in it is really, really good. Um, she's just one of those people that has that face and that voice that you just, like, are attracted to. Like, it's just, it's just, like, really, like, a soothing voice that sounds, like, really edgy and nice and crisp, and then her face is just really, really pretty, and she has really nice curly hair, so she, she's definitely gonna, like, be one of those actors that that I just like to see on screen, so, um, and I gotta say, uh, real quick, the movie, I I didn't really like it, I mean, I don't like movies 
that get that takes such a fucking like such a such a crazy turn that just end up not making sense like you can kind of sort of get the 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 gist of what's going on you know um that chick is 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 obviously not into that guy and she she wants to end things and and it turns out at the same time that guy is an older version of himself who's like literally a nobody and it reminded me a lot of myself um which is really really fucking sad but anyways um so yeah this guy is like fighting in some sort of universe where he still has a shot at being happy with a woman who's kind of like giving up on him and that's when a lot of weird shit goes on and at the same time in another universe he's like an old like just fat like custodian like loser guy that's just been completely forgotten um and that's sort of where it dropped off for me like it goes into such a fucking insane like psychedelic like uh, fever dream like fugue state that I just don't uh, there's really, really little to grip onto, and there's very little relevance in, in everything that's playing with each other. That I feel like the director, you know, um, I, I feel like, yeah, he does have like good stories, but he just really did not present this movie probably as well as he should have. And, you know, that's all, that's really all I got to say is, you know, the acting was, all the acting was great. All, all the, the, you know, the cinematography was fine. Everything was fine. But it just, there was like these key little scenes and moments and details that he just doesn't, they really don't like prop each other up well enough. And so... Like, on top of that, I was not even that interested in it. Like, when shit just starts to go, like, weird, probably, like, 30 minutes into the movie, I'm just like, wow, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it started going weird too quickly in the movie. Maybe that's it. Maybe around the one hour mark, or maybe even the one hour thirty mark, then shit starts to go weird, and the the audience is like, oh, "Okay, I see where you're coming from." But to start it at the thirty minute mark, it's like I don't give a fuck anymore. Like I don't, you barely even told us anything about these fucking characters. All I know is that this chick doesn't like this guy, and they're going somewhere, and it's about to be really awkward. That's all I know. But then you're just like, "Oh, weird shit going on," and it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But um. Definitely, definitely one of those movies that you will probably like if you watch more than once, which I'm not going to do because I, you know, it's, it's not that good. It's not that good. But, um, but, um, uh, I gotta say the beginning sequence, um, when they're in the car ride and she's talking to herself really, really just amazing. Like the, the dialogue that she has with herself is like, it's probably one of the most real realistic like cinematic takes that i've seen on the human brain like just working like the way it does in real life that cuz i just find myself in so many fucking instances 
in my life where I'm just like in my head. I'm just in my head. Like, <laughs> I like that song. In my head. In my head. Nah, I'm fucking with you guys. But, um, seriously, like, uh, the way she's just, like, just nagging herself. And it's just like, oh, she's just letting us in on everything. It's like, oh, that was really, really efficient and really fun. But then, like I said, you know, it just starts to shit hits the fan and it loses me there. But, but, um, yeah, yeah, that's basically my review on that one. Um, what else have I seen recently? Um, god damn, what else have I seen? Um, I guess that's it for now, guys. That's it for the, the movie and TV show corner for me right now because. I really can't think of anything else, um, but, um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure next week when I record another episode, I'll, I'll have watched, uh, something else and definitely be able to get back to you guys on, on, on what I watched and then give you guys another review corner, but, um, movie review corner, but, um, yeah, I guess now I'm going to slip into, we're going to switch gears here and talk a little bit more about fashion, I guess, because that has also, um, like I said, I've had very little time to do anything, but fashion is something to me that is really important. And although I've had very little time to do anything, you know, on my own and stuff, I have to, I have to find time at least every week or so to work on my wardrobe. Like I like I said, it's, it's, this is very funny. This is actually very, very funny because I remember this summer I was telling you guys that like literally I, I, I was like, literally I feel like, um, like my style has completely like solidified. Like I'm, I'm completely like in a place where I just, I'm, I'm totally, totally like I've got everything down. And I'm really comfortable with everything. And it's crazy. Because I've just completely had to change everything again. So now, now with all the changes I've made, um, now I do feel really comfortable now. Well, let me tell you how this shit happened. <laughs> let me tell you how this dumb shit happened. So... During the summer, I was, you know, uh, you know, I, I've been, like I said, I've been, I wear a lot of Cuban heeled, cowboy styled um, ankle boots. You know, I wear R.M. Williams Chelsea boots with the, the yearling boots with the nice heel. I wear, uh, I was wearing uh, the Calvin Klein boots a lot. I was wearing, you know, the black leather ones, you know, the, the metal cap toe Chelsea boot ones, the suede ones. Um, what else? Uh, you know, I was, you know, oh, that that was sort of my thing. That was my go-to thing. I was I was wearing a lot of boots like that, and for the most part, a lot of shit has remained the same. A lot of shit. I I still have a really nice Western classic American style with really nice nice tailoring. Everything fits really really nice, and is very flattering to my body. However. One major thing that changed was cowboy boots. I, I, I had 
like I said, I'd been searching for alternatives for cowboy boots because I always thought like, oh, like the big upper leather part, like you really don't need all that. And, and it's like, it'd be unconventional for me to like wear something so big and so clunky and stuff. When, as it turns out, that there is some truth to that. There is some truth to that because most cowboy boots do come with the upper leather vamp, which is the thing that you stick your foot in in the beginning, the shaft, you know, it's, it goes all the way up to your calf. And most cowboy boots are sold with shafts like that that are really wide, really, really wide, which means that you can only wear like really loose pants. And, and, and so it's, it's just, they're really clunky the way they sell them. But what I went ahead and did is I, I've been buying pairs of cowboy boots and I've been readjusting the, that leather piece of them to make them a little bit more tighter. And so now I can wear traditional cowboy boots that I've made them a little bit more tighter around the calf area with actually like slim fitting pants. And I'm not talking about like super tight, like YSL pants, like St. Laurent pants or anything like that. I'm just talking about like really like, like really slim straight pants and they just look absolutely solid, just super solid. And the main reason why I'm doing this is because not not only does it look better, but it just feels better. It feels better to walk around in a traditional cowboy boot. It feels to me it feels a lot less feminine. It feels a lot more traditional and a lot more carefree and relaxed. Even though it is a little bit more of a hassle to put these on. But it just feels like I don't know. It's not just that they're more comfortable, but I just, I feel when I walk around and like I'm, I'm out and about and people are seeing me with them and I just feel like cowboy boots have just a much larger place in society and they're, they're just a lot more acceptable than something say as like a, like a Calvin Klein boot that has like the Chelsea boot part. That, that, that honestly, I, I, I think those boots are absolutely stunning and they're beautiful, but I've, I've always been really insecure about them because they do sort of look feminine. And on top of all of this, like I said, the really big problem about them is that when you fucking sit down and your pants are right up your leg and then you stand back up and your pants are all fucking stuck on the top, on the top of the leg, uh, on the top of the, the feet opening of the fucking boots. So that was a constant problem. Like, cause I wanted to wear really nice, well-tailored pants that are not... They're not super long, they're not super stacked or anything, and they're not too short or anything. They just come down straight to that perfect little ball in your ankle, like, that's just the perfect length. And even those, like, I would sit down and, you know, fucking move my legs and cross them and stuff, and then I'd stand up, and they're all stuck on the little fucking stupid little piece of leather on the opening. So, like... And, and, and so like, oh, like that's just so annoying. I cannot tell you how annoying that is. That is the worst part ever. So like these cowboy boots solve all of those issues. Like there's, you know, they're, they're they cover up everything. Your pants will never get hitched on anything. Um, they look great. 
They look fucking fantastic. They feel great. They're comfortable. They're a lot more durable. A lot more durable. Like, I, I fucking... I kick shit in them, and I fucking... I bang them up, and, and they're a lot more durable than, than the Calvin Klein's. And it feels good, too, because... They're... I feel a lot less... Um grief when I put them through the ringer and shit and like beat them up because I got them for way less than those Calvin Klein boots and and you know like truly it is the cow the traditional American cowboy boot really is just like just a tougher meaner version of of the of the Italian styled like Cuban heeled um ankle leather boots which are the Calvin Kleins and, and the RM Williams like it really is like they're those just they're just a lot more durable and 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 um and so yeah so I went ahead and I bought a black leather pair of Tony Lama I bought a suede a brown suede um um pair um of um what are those I think they're Dan Post maybe maybe Tony Lama actually and then I also got a brown leather pair which are Loretto and that with doing that you know I like I said I had all my pants already tailored to what they would look like when I wore those Chelsea boots and those zip up you know, Calvin Klein boots and the R.M. William boots and to the other, you know, Cuban-heeled Italian-styled boots. And, and the thing about them was because, was that they were a little bit slimmer. They were really slim, actually. And so, but they would work because the fact that those Italian boots, you know, the, the, the Calvin Klein boots, they were a lot more slimmer on the ankle. They're really tight on the ankle, actually. So you get a lot of leeway and so you're able to make your pants a lot tighter. However, with the cowboy boots, the leather really does fill in a lot more space. So I learned very quickly that that wasn't going to work because I got I got these fucking I got these pants that fit perfectly on RM Williams boots and then I tried to put my Loretto cowboy boots on and they're just too tight over the vamp. They're just simply too tight because they, because the cowboy boots just, they take up just a little bit more room around, you know, around that leather part. So guess what I had to do? <laughs> I had to completely fucking buy a whole new pants. So I was able to, to transform maybe like three pairs of those pants, which I were, which I was using on the ankle leather boots. Um, and to make them wider so that they could fit the cowboy boots. But the rest of them, um, they just, they, they're only for those, um, ankle length boots, which I'm not sure when again I'll be wearing that. But, um, it's not a complete waste because again, like if I ever do have like a much more formal occasion and something and something like that, and I do want to wear like the Calvin Kleins, then I'll, I'll have the pants for them there. But, like I said, um... I went and bought whole new pants for these three pairs of, of cowboy boots that I got. I got a whole new pair of black Dickies, chinos. I got a pair of um, 
of uh, khaki chinos from Dickies as well. And I got a pair of blue um, Dickies as well. And so those have really, really been my rotation. That's that's really like, man. Oh, and I also got like a dark brown, a really nice, rich, dark brown uh, Dickies chinos. So I'm really on that Dickies wave. <laughs> um, Dickies are great. They're, they're fucking perfect. They're durable. They fucking, they fit really well. Once you, they're really easy to work with under the sewing machine. Um, they're fucking, they're cheap as fuck. They're $20. Like, who the hell can afford a pair of chinos? And you can make them, you can style them up or down. And they're classic. They're traditional. Never fucking ashamed of wearing a pair of dickies. They're just, you know? And so, the only downside to them is that maybe they're a little less formal. And that's not even a big deal because you can, you know, if you ever have a formal occasion, then you're going to need slacks or dress pants anyway. So, but like, they're just perfect right now. So, that's really my rotation. I got a pair of, I also have a pair of other chinos too, which are a lot more cowboy style, really, really nice. I got a pair of light stonewashed chinos, the dark brown chinos, the navy blue Dickies chinos, um, and then also the black ones. So that is how I, I mix and match those up with my boots. You know, for example, I'll sometimes wear the blue ones, the blue chinos with the black boots, sometimes. Uh, only at night. I'll definitely wear the black chinos with the black boots. I'll, I almost always do that. And that's only for nighttime. Um, and for daytime attire, I'll do any of the chinos with any of the brown boots. and Except for the black chinos. So, like I said, I'm really fucking specific about this shit. So, um, like, I'm really sorry if you guys aren't too interested. But, but yeah, like, I, I, I finally finally got everything down and it's like uh, yeah it feels really good uh, also i forgot to mention i've gotten um i've also gotten damn i've actually gotten a lot of shit over this month um but mostly from thrift shop so it's it's really been cheap but um so from from uh th i've been thrift shopping for um these really nice dress shirts i'm really on this wave right now which is wearing like really rich and dark colorful like bottom parts so we're like like right now like my perfect outfit right now is um the 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 brown leather loretto cowboy boots the blue dickies um my belt with my um knife holster and then um this really light blue um cowboy accented button up um dress shirt and that outfit is just so perfect the light blue is just really pops the brown leather on the cowboy boots are really subtle but also really rich and really nice and the dickies are just really really basic but also just you know like that's just the perfect outfit for me right now and i've been wearing that a lot um so uh so yeah so yeah I've, I've been doing a lot I, I, I've been buying a lot of light colored dress shirts so I've got like a 
I got like two new light blue ones. I got a I got like a light white I got a white one with like blue pinstripes on it. Um I got like um I got like on top of that too. I also got two uh, Wrangler um, button-up shirts, which are absolutely beautiful. I got them, I and I got them at the thrift shop too. Which, like, I have like a mint green one with like stripes, you know, and it has like the yokes and the the cowboy accents, the button enclosures. Or I mean, the the snap um, enclosures, and they're just really really dainty really dainty you can tell these things have been washed over and over and over again and they've even got a little bit of like a little bit of fraying on the cuffs and it's just like oh they feel they're so light and so perfect for this heat they're just so fucking beautiful um but those are definitely a little bit more on the western side so that 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 is sort of you know, the trade-off there, because, like, when you wear those, that is, like, a full-on cowboy outfit, so, um, lastly, the thing I want to close with is these two pairs of leather bomber jackets that I got, so, like I said, there's sometimes these pictures that you just, that you, especially for me, like, there's just sometimes this outfit or a picture or a model or a runway picture or or a scene in a movie or something that you see and you see someone wearing an outfit and you're just like like I have to have it I have to have it <laughs> like I know this is borderline addiction but I truly have slowed down so much on my consumerism from apart from like a couple years ago when I was discovering myself, I was buying a lot of stupid shit. But now it's a lot more thought behind my purchases. And I'm purchasing really cheap shit because I'm buying from thrift shops and from eBay. So I'm paying very little for this shit. And I'm working on them. I work on them for hours on my sewing machine, really committing to this and really putting thought into what the fuck I'm actually doing. So that is really what justifies why all of, all of, you know, that, that's really what justifies all my spending on clothing. And I know a lot, like my, my, my family and stuff, they're always looking at me like, God damn, you like, you're buying a lot of clothes. But to me, it's always like, you don't understand though. Like, like you don't understand. Like I, this is my hobby. This is my life. Like I fucking love this shit. So, so, um, so yeah, I just I recently made um uh a pretty big purchase. Um which is not even that big, but anyways, I had this black leather um let's say Harrington style jacket. So picture a denim jacket, now just change everything to black leather. Boom. So it's just literally like a really solid black leather jacket with like a yeah. So um and then, um, a crazy thing happened. I was, uh, you know, I was online and stuff and looking around and I was like, fuck it, let's, let's, let's do some window shopping real quick. So I went to like, I think I went to Essence or something and I was just looking around and I saw this picture of this YSL bomber with like, oh, just so fucking beautiful. It's got the big shearling, um collar 
and the model just looks so fucking sick and it just it looks really subtle but also really beautiful and really really warm and comfortable and really nice and I just want it and so it's it's like a it's like a flight jacket it's it's really like a world war 2 type take on like a a a um like a fly like a pilot jacket you know like the like the leather bomber jackets with the shearling you know and and the reason they had to wear those is because they didn't have pressurized cabs or cabins um, during that time, so it was really cold when they get to high altitudes. So just a little bit of history for you guys. But um, that and also I was just I've been looking around for like this thing, and I just that's what I wanted a a a, a leather a brown leather and also black leather because that's that's just me. I have to have everything in black and brown. I have to because they're just the two most beautiful colors. And one's for the day and one's for the night. That's just how it works for me. So one's more casual, one's more sleek. So I I I had this black leather Harrington jacket. And I completely transformed it. I bought this ribbing, like this cuffing from um, from this internet, uh, from the internet fabric uh, company called Seattle, Seattle Fabrics or something like that. Oh my god, I'm almost out of time. Anyways, so yeah, I bought two ribbing things that go on on the bottom of the jackets, you know, that like, they're just like cuffing ribbing that go uh, under the jacket, you know what I mean? So it's really, really the the sort of the essence of a, of a bomber jacket is that pe- that little part. And also, I had already had another jacket that had the shearling on it. So I just took that one off. I dyed it to a dark brown. I completely revamped these fucking jackets into a whole new bomber jacket. And so I've got the detachable collar. I've got it dyed dark brown so I could put it on the black one. I could put it on the brown one. I've got, I've, I had the big brown coat that I got from, um, I got it from a thrift shop was really nice leather fit really well but the fucking thing reached down to my thighs so cut that bitch in half stick that cuffing under there and sew it on there and it just it's a fuck they literally look like the real fucking thing of of, of flight bomber jackets I even put these like big pockets in the front Um, I even put like this little these little accents on the top of the shoulder um, and they just, they look super, super fucking nice now. They literally look like the A1, like Alpha Industries or whatever you want to call it. Shot leather, YSL almost even, bomber jackets. Like, they're beautiful. And I cannot fucking wait to wear them this winter. Because it's already starting to get cold. But it's still a little bit too warm. But, oh god, I cannot fucking wait to wear those once it starts to get too fucking cold. Because they're both really, really warm, and they fucking look really sick. So, I cannot wait for that. And I will definitely be posting that on Twitter and on Instagram, show you guys what these pieces came out like. I'm really excited for you guys to see them. And I'm really excited to be back. This episode is ending, guys. Um, It is uh, 30 seconds left to an hour, so I'm going to close out by telling you guys thank you so much for listening and I just want to let you guys know I'm back and by I'm back I mean John Malkovich 
when he's on the Stairmaster in Burn After Reading. I'm back, you fucking bitches. I'm back. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys on the next one. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at the BC Podcast. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening.